I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. October. It's October. I absolutely love this month. You know, I was reading something and I love it. It's, it's a meme, by the way. And it says, society, be yourself. And then it below that says, society. No, 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 not like that. <sighs> well, we are the show for the multi-passionates and people with a lot of curiosity and interests here to make your day and life a lot better. And speaking of superheroes. Hey, dad, I'm going to my room with three strange men. Let me get this straight. You do have the ability to become invisible. Yes. But you can't give us a demonstration. No, I can only become invisible when no one's watching. You're only invisible to yourself? Oh, well, no. If I look at myself, I become visible again. So you can only become invisible when absolutely nobody is watching you? Yes. Let's rock it. Well, that is quite the superpower right there. Welcome no to The Real kidding. Brian Show. <laughs> I'm The Real Brian. I'm Captain Influence. So do you only influence when no one is around? I only enunciate my name yes. on certain occasions. Hmm. This is one of them. So does that make sense? Like, I guess I'm only the real Brian when there's no other Brians or something like that. Yeah. It's like you are how you, you are what you present yourself as, right? I, I mean, so. it's, I don't, I don't know. You are the real Brian. Yes, I you am. Say you are. And all the others are invalid. I've said that before. And, who and can I'm sorry. Say, yeah, that's who can yeah. who can say otherwise, honestly. That's true. And by the way, if you've never seen Mystery Men, go find out if he really can truly turn invisible or not. <laughs> what a great clip, man. <laughs> that was a good summer. That was a good summer. <laughs> oh man, what a good time though. I love it. I'm like, going up to my room with three strange men. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of funny things like that, there was uh, you know, I'm I'm watching Resident Alien again, continuing season two. And yep. in the very by the way, if you've never watched this show, there the intro is hilarious. It's like those really cheesy picture diagrams. You know, like if you're on an airplane and you pull it out and it shows you how to yes. do things and it's really cheesy pictures yes. and it shows him as an alien and it shows him like pulling out candy and like how to unwrap it and then eating it and it's got like <laughs> green check marks. And then the next one is him in a van that says free candy on the van and handing candy <laughs> out to kids and it's got a big red X on it. And then the next picture is of him... <laughs> Getting, uh, you know, handcuffed by the police. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So every single episode, they do something different like that. And most of them are so funny. I hope somebody's done like a a compilation of them. So the intro is different. It's the same format, but different in every episode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I, I can't tell you how much I'm loving Resident Alien, the continuation right now. They really stepped up their game so far, at least so far. I'm not done yet. But anyway, dude. My goodness. Well, happy October. I love this month, yeah. as I mentioned. I think October might be my favorite month. The weather is starting to turn cool, but it's not cold yet. Yeah. And you have the colors on the leaves and all that stuff. But then you also have Halloween, which historically used to be my favorite holiday. But hmm. I haven't even thought of Halloween for years and years, like decades. Overall, October is my favorite holiday. And I was noticing this week that some of the, le- some of the trees in our neighborhood, they're still green, but they have little tufts of 
fully hmm. changed leaves amongst the green leaves. So you guys are further along than we are because we're, we've got some trees that are beautifully yellow right now, some red uh-huh. ones, and then a lot of pure, still normal summer green. I just noticed one, most of our trees are still green. I just noticed oh, okay. one tree in our neighborhood that had this like, like one branch had a bunch of leaves on it that were orange and the rest were green. That was That's weird. cool. Yeah, we've got the yeah. yellow and green, which of course is our Colorado State colors. So That's you know. right. Yeah, CSU, go CSU. I love it. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. But it's a good time, man. I, I'm finally going to watch the new Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, not Well, it's new okay. this year. You know, the new Fantastic Beast movie. Right. Because it's October, I was waiting. It came into the theater. I think it was April. Didn't see it. Finally came to streaming not too long ago. So I was like, ah, just wait till October. But I'm excited. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I'm okay. While we're speaking about this, let's just get into this. So the YouTube channel, I've got a couple of of videos coming up. This I'm excited about this. So we've been talking about the pumpkin spice mocha that we make at home. You know, that actually has real pumpkin in it, real spices, not just the syrups. You mean the PSM? Yeah, the PSM, you know, forget the PSL. As opposed to the PSL? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to film it. So first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a quick reaction video. It's just going to be me trying it, seeing if it's any good. And then I'll probably do a second video that shows going into it a little bit, share the recipe. I'm actually going to share it. It's going to be cool. How about, that'd be, that's awesome. How about, how about do the reaction to open the episode and then show how it was made all in one episode? Well, we could potentially do that. I was just going to do it as a separate video because it will be a oh, video. Okay. But um, we, well, and, mm. and, and that goes into wanting to bring the show back to video because I can't tell you how many people have been saying, I really miss the video now when you get like at first we yeah. thought, why would I watch you guys? Like we listen to you. That's what we're used to. Why would we yeah. want to watch you guys? And I can't right. tell you how many people have said once we started watching you guys. Now we really, really miss it. <laughs> so, That's interesting. Yeah. And and I'm there's so much to watch back. out there. It warms my heart. You want to know what else warms my heart is a good butter beer from Harry Potter. I have yet to have one. Me too. And so that's actually the next video that I'm going to be working on as well. Sweet. I've got a recipe in mind and I did a bunch of research online and found a couple of really good ones taking, you know, some of the elements of those really good ones and then some elements from other ones. And I'm thinking we're just going to make this happen. So that's another one reaction. Is this as good as I thought? And then of course, another video kind of showcasing a little bit more about it. So that's coming up in the month of October on the YouTube channel. And of course, um, if anybody's been watching the new quantum leap show, I've actually been going episode by episode, kind of not planned to do that, but it's generated a lot of interaction. And so definitely go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. If you've not subscribed. Okay. Now I know our YouTube channel is small because we're new to video. We're still trying to figure the whole YouTube video thing out. You don't grow quickly in the beginning and then things can start, you know, snowballing. We're almost to 100 subscribers as of the recording of this episode. Very nice. Which is exciting. And so help us hit, let's hit that 100 subscriber mark this month. No matter what, please help us to do that. If you've not already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe and please check out some of the stuff we're doing because we're trying to do some new things, trying to get some feedback on what you're thinking of all this stuff. And, uh, and like I said, I want to bring this show back to the YouTube channel. It'll be soon, right? I mean, we're, we're going to start videoing yeah. again pretty soon. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it Dude, happen. you can, you can almost see my abs again, dude. It's nice. true. How much have like you, when I have you lost? I hit my peak at like two forty-five, and yeah, I'm, I'm full disclosure, buddy. I was kind of a big guy tall though. And then right now I'm at like two thirteen. a lot. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And I keep going down like every week I lose like a pound. It's awesome. That's awesome. I'm still, well, I haven't weighed myself cause I don't have a scale right now or access to one, but 
you're a tall, skinny glass of water, Brian. You don't need to weigh yourself. Oh, I've got, you know, the, um, unfortunately the guys in the family, you know, we get the gut. That's the hereditary pass down. And so I've got some, I'm trying (laughs) to lose that more. What I'm worried about is the organ fat, you know, cause you don't see that. And so they do say that if you have a gut, you know, you, you should be at least not concerned, but you should be at least aware of it. Aware. Yeah. And so that's why I've been trying to be a little healthier. But what's interesting is that I've got some pants that were fitting there. There was room, but they were secure, I guess is the word. Yeah. And I've been wearing them the last week actually. And I'm like, I'm going to have to get a belt. (laughs) They're starting to fall. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, well, at least that's a, that's a measurement. Yeah. Like a couple months ago. And this was a couple months ago. uh, I had to uh, put a new hole in my belt. And I very rarely wear jeans or any anything that I need a belt to to tie on mm-hmm. uh, to keep it up. Uh, and the last time I did, I had to add a notch to my belt. Well, that was like two months ago at nice, least. Dude. So I'm a little scared to try my pants on now because I know <laughs> I'm I'm positive they're going to not fit like they used to, and which is great. Yeah. But that means all the pants I have are too big for me anymore. So it's a good problem, man. It's a good problem to have, but yep. at the same time, it can be an expensive problem to have. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, I don't wear pants very often. So I understand. Well, none of us wow, wear pants I'm, when we're. I'm, re- I'm revealing a lot about myself today, Brian. Yeah, this is crazy. I was going to say, though, but when any of us get behind the microphone and even in front of camera now, as long as we're not showing waist down, none of us are wearing pants. Yeah, you don't have to. No. I mean, the, the, look, we're in a new, like, a COVID zoom world now, you know, where people work from home and don't wear anything below their, their waists. So booyah. Uh, I am. I got to tell you uh, with Pilates, I was shown a new ab core exercise. Oh really? It is so I'm hard. Oh my gosh. It's so Ooh, hard. I want to, I want to see it painful. Um, no, not painful. Just like more of that. Like, Oh, like it makes you cough yeah. because you know, you're working it so hard. Wow. And so I did that a couple times and then I went back to some of the core exercises again that I had been doing and they oh. were so easy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's good. This is an amazing exercise. Yeah, it's Dude. really tough though. And it works your your entire core abs, works your obliques a little bit and then it works your low back too. And it's just, and a little bit of the hip flexors, which well, that, you're not supposed to be doing much on the hip flexors. It means your abs are a little weak for it, but still it's amazing. But that's the cool thing about Pilates is that you, there are exercises that that we'll do in our class every once in a while that that like target like the small abs at the bottom of your six pack or the small abs at the top of your six pack or I mean just these really weird muscles that you don't you don't target when you're doing sit ups yeah or or even crunches or whatever whatever your typical gym based ab exercises are you do because of the machine you're on and all and, and the techniques they use, you're doing stuff that you don't do. And yeah, and it's just, it's so awesome. I can't believe it took me this long to find Pilates. Honestly, you know, it's amazing too. Cause I, I was just, I heard a, a, a guy was mentioning last night that I was talking to and he had, um, he's got back issues, hip issues and stuff like that. Now he's a little older. And so mm-hmm. there could be some potential, you know, bone on bone structural Arthritis kind of issues stuff, or yeah. yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, a hip replacement sort of thing in the future. I don't know. I don't know really about all that stuff, but you know, I hear these stories and I look back because everybody knows I've had the back. Well, if you're new, you don't know this, but with the back injury, rupturing my lower disc, having a surgery that messed up my sciatic nerve permanently, a lot of back issues over the years. I'm six, four. And so you just have back issues, the taller you are. And Mm -hmm. 
the best. I mean, I did PT. I tried chiropractor. Chiropractor was the least effective. PT was definitely effective, but the most effective thing to this day, hands down, even when I feel something kind of getting tweaked or going out has been Pilates. Yeah. The more that I very carefully strengthened the entire core, by the way, so you're not just doing abs. Like you just said, some of those gym ab exercises are just abs. You want obliques, you want your low back and all that. You want all the supporting muscles. Yeah, all of it. And then of course with stretching and they call it flexion and other things where you can do all kinds of, you know, you're not tight and everything like that. And then of course, glute exercises, like especially the glute minimus, which is the top part of your glute. Mm -hmm. That doing exercises like that has been magical to the point where I don't have back issues anymore. And so if cool. something comes up, I just go and work it out very carefully, of course. And I want to tell these people when they say I've got back issues, I'm like, trust me when I say this, try Pilates, please be very careful yeah. find someone who's good, but please try it because it literally could change your life when it comes to your back. And it's like, every time I get, oh, I, don't tell me what to do. I already know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, I've been there, <laughs> dude. I know that. I, I used to say the same thing you did. And I was in the same boat you are right now. Trust me. <laughs> But whatever, people got to do what they got to do. They got to figure it out well, the hard I, way. I've just never, I've never talked to anybody who has done Pilates who was like, nah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, I don't They're know all like, said that either. Oh, you're doing Pilates. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> everyone all, I know. That's, all, they get excited. Everyone else that I know that's done Pilates from a good studio that is either does it for life or loves it so much and maybe they can't afford it. Maybe they, you know, but they, no one ever says anything bad about it. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say another thing that was interesting. Um, this happened all recently. Okay, so you know how a lot of businesses definitely were hurt from COVID, especially back in 2020 and even in 2021. So. Yeah. Mine survived through those two years. It was very interesting. But for whatever reason, the effects of COVID was delayed. And so by the end of last year and the beginning of this year, 2022, uh, that's when the effect hit my business. And so it ended up being a pretty tough year. We've been you know, working hard to try to get clients and keep clients and all that. And it just hasn't, this is honestly probably the first year in my entire career as an entrepreneur where I haven't been able to get new clients easily. And and by easily, I mean with like, you're supposed to have approximately a 70% yes to no ratio booking rate is what you want to shoot for. And so that's like prices and everything else. And I mean, this year so far, it's been a 0%, which has been weird. Um, I've just never experienced anything like this. And I know a lot of it has to do with the effects of COVID and other things. And a lot of businesses are, they're rethinking things. They've cut budgets. You know, they don't have staff. It's sure. all kinds of factors. But as of, unfortunately, as of this month, October, I am now without clients for right. the time being. So that sucks. Um, but here's the positive that I wanted to share. Huge shout out and thank you to Bentastic. He was like, you know what? I'm going to help you get a one-page website up because everybody that knows me knows that websites and the real Brian are not friends (laughs) at all. (laughs) If I can break something, it will happen. Not intentionally, but it will happen no matter what. If it can be broken, I will find a way to do it. Like I can do blog posts and stuff like that, but I hate websites with a passion. No matter how much I try to learn, I still screw it up. Bentastic came in and he's like, He's already going crazy. One of his kids was in the hospital for a situation that thankfully he's okay now, but he still found time to help me, which was so nice. And I just, you have no idea how much that meant to me, Um, but we got it up and it looks good. And so I was just going to say, go check out Ben's awesome work. 
And then you can also see what I'm up to, which none of this is new, by the way. I've been hosting clients podcasts for years now. Uh, I do voiceover work. I've been doing that for years now. That's people always get like, well, how do you, how do you make your money? I'm like, well, that's what I do. I, I host for corporate clients, corporate businesses that don't want to do their own podcast. They want a voice. Right. And I'm their voice. So yeah. And I'll talk about that a lot here on the show. So I figured, yeah, well go check, go check out the new website. It's cool. So it's, it's the same site, but there's two domains just because I've got them redirected. So you can either go to realbrianmedia.com or you can go to IamTheRealBrian.com. Doesn't matter. Either way, go. We'll get you there. But go check it out. You can see Ben's awesome work. I've got it uh, bookmarked already. So. Sweet, dude. Hey, I wanted to share another thing here, which I thought was interesting. I mentioned this uh, kind of in the intro, but this great meme about the whole society. Be yourself, society. No, not like that. I used to <laughs> laugh at that because that that's literally like my life. You have no idea. And I know I'm not the only one here. Recently, I've had some some fascinating discussions with people about being multi-passionate I did a video on another website, you know, are you multi-passionate or are you ADHD? And a really good video, by the way, because I had some help from Chris with getting the content pulled together. So this term multi-passionate is, is still relatively new. It's not commonly used. And so you do hear a lot of people saying Renaissance man, Renaissance woman, polymath, uh, whatever, you know, you pick, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to communicate this to people that I'm a multi-passionate and usually they cock their heads and kind of like, I don't, I don't know what that means. You know, I'm like somebody with a lot of interests. Oh, oh, so you mean like a flake or someone who's like, <laughs> no, someone with a lot of interests. No, I see. I can't, I can't equate anyone telling me that they have a lot of interests with flake. That doesn't, that's a weird reaction. <laughs> okay. So apparently people have a hard time making decisions. And I understand that by the way, but apparently sure. that's part of the problem. And so they say, well, I've got too many options to choose from. And so they can't choose one for some reason. And so and there so people equate that with. Flaky, yeah, so I see. Yeah. Or it's the people that, you know, they start something and then they quote, get bored of it. And then they don't quote, feel like doing it anymore. And so they quit right. in the middle of it. And that happens all the time, by the way. Sure. And that's just immaturity. Or it's an issue of saying, okay, I tried this. I gave it plenty of time and it's not the right situation. That's fine. But plenty of time is not a week. Plenty of time is not even three months. Plenty of time is like you commit to it for a, a significant period of time to really know for sure. I'm getting a lot of that where I'm a flake or the latest one was somebody saying, well, Brian, I, I feel like you're just afraid to commit and that you have a fear <laughs> of following through with things. And I said, 21 years of marriage. Okay. Apparently I'm afraid to commit. Uh, I've been doing the real <laughs> Brian show for six years. I've never gotten paid to do this. And I spend my own money to keep this show running on a monthly basis. Now, granted, me too. We, me too. I know you do. And this, yeah. And that's the other thing you spend <laughs> your money and your time trying to keep this show running too. So it's like, and by the way, I do appreciate those who have I know. given to the show. So I'm yes, just saying that the support is not enough to cover the cost. So we're still putting our money into it six years now. Like, so apparently I'm afraid to commit to that. I mean, you know, and the list can go on. I have, I have so many things that it's like I've committed to things and I've persevered through things longer than I probably should have. There is so that's no not fear of commitment. There is no, and the other one's like, you know, you got to take action. And I'm like, I, dude, I take action consistently. Like it's unbelievable. I'm like, I don't think you guys understand me here. I have a lot of interests. I'm a multi-passionate personality and this is not a curse. This is a gift. And I know that many of you that listen to this show, you have this gift too. And so I just wanted to throw that out because I, yeah, we don't fit the mold. We, we don't fit the set of rules that's out there. 
And so I just want to encourage many of you, because I know many of you struggle with this too, be yourself. And if society says, no, not like that, then, you know, raise your middle finger. And, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Don't do that either. <laughs> Respectfully stand up for yourself proudly and knowing who you are and what you stand for in this world. And don't let someone change you because that's happening way too much. It's a very cookie cutter kind of society right now. And well, it kind we, of always has been. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, we're trying to, the society in general is trying to break out of that cookie cutter mold. You know, in general, human beings up until very recent history have done what their parents did. You know, you're, if your yeah. dad was a cobbler, you became a cobbler. Yep. Uh, if your mother was a seamstress, you became a seamstress. Or nurses. Uh, nurses was a big one. Yeah. And women yep. had their roles, set roles, and men had their set roles. And, and yep. it's only been really, really recently, within the last hundred years, in fact, that that has changed. And a hundred years is nothing. Yeah. So we're, society is still, yeah, society is still experiencing these growing pains is what, is what that is, part of it at least. I think people are getting to the point now that it's saying, okay, cool, you do you. But it's still not being accepted and respected. And right. then also, especially when you get into an industry like, like YouTube, for example, I love podcasting. I really do. You know, radio and podcasting, getting behind the mic has been a passion of mine for much of my life. YouTube is a new interest that I've come to realize that I absolutely love doing. I love the video stuff. Didn't realize that we talked about this a few weeks ago, but YouTube plays by a set of rules that I don't fit into. And it is a, you must pick a niche. And I, we talked about this, you know, talk about tying fly fishing lures and that's it. And that's all you're going to do. And you do short <laughs> videos and that's the only way the algorithm is going to actually promote you. And that's the only way you're going to grow. And people are going to know how to find your channel. And I'm like, that's not me. I'm like, well, you have to be that if you want to succeed on YouTube. Okay, well, then maybe I shouldn't be on YouTube, you know? So now I'm starting to kind of step back and say, where can I fit? And the more that I look, and this is more of an entrepreneurial or content creation side of things, you know? But the more I look, the more I realize there's nothing out there for someone with my type of personality. And again, there's, there's a lot of us out there now. So where do we fit? Well, we don't. You do you, but but we still don't fit anywhere. <laughs> so, and, and again, not it's fully. Yeah. And so I, fully. It's, it's interesting. It's um, on one hand, it's incredibly frustrating, maddening, and also incredibly discouraging. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, yeah, but dude, we're superheroes. <laughs> We've got superpowers that people just can't handle yet. Well, and the, lucky, the, the good thing is I'm guessing that the reason YouTube has that uh, semi black and white stance on things is because their algorithm, we're not dealing with advanced AI yet. Right. Correct. So, uh, the algorithm can't can't is has a hard time making heads or tails of stuff that isn't one thing or another, maybe. But at the same time, you are still posting all those videos about lots of different stuff, and it's. I mean, at least they allow you to post stuff. It just might not, uh, you know, it might not work with their algorithm that well. Yeah. Well, from what I understand and have experienced, TikTok's algorithm is significantly more advanced than YouTube's. So. There are ways to get better at it, but I don't know. I mean, we'll figure it out. It's, I just, again, it's an encouragement. Keep stepping out. You know, we'll figure this out. We'll figure out the way to, to still succeed and get out there without having to conform to someone else's set of rules and definitions of who they think we should be kind of thing. So, right. And that, that phenomenon is going to be going to continue to evolve more and more in world society in general. I mean, It's, we're going to see that continue to evolve in our lifetimes. And I can't even, I can't even fathom what like Western society will be like a hundred years from now. It'll be, yeah, it could be unrecognizable from our perspective. So it's we'll true. see. Okay. I was going to tell you one more thing here. <laughs> 
I have to laugh about this one because I, I was hurt. Um, Lord, <laughs> Lord Thunder sent, he was like, I was listening to your show last week. Well, from last week's from last Friday. And he's like, right. everything you were talking about with wireless plans and, you know, AT&T and Verizon and Mint Mobile and all that. He's like, it hurt my ears and it hurt my head. <laughs> I was like, oh man. oh man, he sent me into a spiral of depression for about three days. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That guy, anyway, that guy, I swear. <laughs> I actually felt really bad though. Cause he's like, dude, you're completely wrong about everything you just said. And I'm like, uh, okay, so wait, I still don't really understand it. So apparently I didn't know what I was talking about. That's just what I read. It's so funny. I, I spent probably 10 hours looking that stuff up. That's what everybody said. Talk to some people actually in person. That's what those people said too. And according to Lord Thunder, that's all wrong. And it's this basically perpetuation of lies because people don't really know what they're talking about. And one person says something and everybody jumps on that bandwagon, even though they don't know sure. if it's true or not. So sure, I guess that's life and that's society. How, but no, and I mean, honestly, how many, how many of the origins that I've done might that, that, that a bunch of different sites corroborate yeah. could be incorrect. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> So I will say this much is Lord Thunder, you're going to have to call in and tell us then what the truth is because I don't know how to correct what I said last week. So let us know. But I will say this much at this point. We're like, okay, Mint Mobile just doesn't have good coverage in our area. And that's because the T-Mobile network kind of sucks here. So we did find out that Verizon is probably the best. And interestingly enough, Verizon has a really good business program that we didn't know about. Right. All of that said with the discounts and the perks and the bundles and, you know, prostituting ourselves out and sending our lives away and selling out to the companies, of course, it's actually almost as good of a deal as mint mobile price wise. You know, maybe it's not the best solution out there. I understand that. Um, I would love to just kind of jump into a mint mobile situation. I really would, but because we can't, you know, this, this might actually be a really good solution for us. But for those of you with small businesses, do ask your wireless carriers about that because there's some cool little benefits and discounts that you can get depending on who it is. Yeah, We could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This one actually I'm pretty sure about. (laughs) I'm not saying it's the best carrier. It's just who we're going with right now. So booyah, dude. All right. well, Well, speaking of being wrong or being right, guess what? This week's origin, it is October. So I thought we'd do an origin on October from dictionary.com. October is here. And in the Northern Hemisphere, that often means the days are flush with falling leaves, chilling weather, and growing anticipation for the holiday season. Not to mention PSLs, Brian. PSMs. Or Ms. The 10th month by our Gregorian calendar, October shares a root with, I said root, with octopus and octagon. Good job. The Latin, the Latin O-C-T-O and the Greek O-K-T-O, both meaning eight. So you might ask, why is October named after the number eight? Hmm. That is my according, question. Yeah, it's the first obvious question. So according to the original Roman Republican calendar, this is very old, by the way, BC, October was the eighth month of the year rather than the ninth hmm. or the tenth. The Roman calendar was only 10 months long and included the following months. Martius, Aprilis, by the way, I, I'm not, I don't pronounce Latin very well. So Maius or Maius, mm-hmm. Junius, Quintilis, Sextilis, September, October, November, and December. Now, Fascinating. notice those last four are the same as they are now. Yeah. Now, I got this little bit from wonder, wonderopolis.com. To account for the remaining 60 or so days, 
Januarius was added to the beginning of the year and Februarius was added to the end of the year oh, during right. Numa's reign, Numa, N-U-M-A. Oh, yeah. His reign around 700 BC. That's the so Numa, Numa, yay. Ago. So remember, uh, my Probably. Numa, Numa, yay. Sorry. That was okay. real. <laughs> <laughs> the, the calendar stayed in that order until 452 BC. So a few hundred years when a small council of Romans called the Decemvirs moved February to follow January. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Julius Caesar then modified the Roman calendar in 46 BC to make each month have either 30 or 31 days with the exception of Februarius, which had originally 29 days and gained an extra day every fourth year. Whoa. So Julius Caesar, they did the leap year even back then. Wow. Thanks Quintilius. Lot, Julius. <sighs> yeah, right. I mean, come on, who cares? Quintilius <laughs> was later renamed Julius in his honor. So likewise, Sextilus later became Augustus to honor Augustus Caesar. So Augustus was also given an extra day taken away from Februarius. So now it went down to 28 days so that Augustus and Julius would have an equal number of days. Wow. Aren't you glad we don't fight over this anymore? Oh, isn't that cool? (laughs) That's that's a really cool point. We don't, I mean, we've, the, the whole world has accepted this calendar now granted there yeah. like china has a different new year's than we do and all that stuff but everyone just kind of has agreed to go with this gregorian calendar for centuries now hmm. and of all the things we're constantly fighting each other over between countries and societies and whatever it's like we can't help but fight over stuff well of the course calendar for some reason is not one of those things also interestingly enough the system of years like everyone agrees this is 2022 mm-hmm whether, whether you say it's AD, Anno Domini, or CE, Common Era, whatever, it's still, we all agree on that year. And that's, that's really interesting to me. But it, it does make it easier for everybody if we just, oh, fine, it's, it's 2022. So back to my origin. Like its neighboring months, September, November, and December, the month of October kept its, origin, kept its numerical name, you know, meaning eight, even after Julius Caesar expanded the calendar year from 10 months to 12. October entered Old English via Old French, replacing the English vernacular term. And this, this one, I don't speak Old English. Uh, winter phileo. Winter phileo, meaning winter full moon. That was what the English called the month uh, of October. Okay, okay. So what else makes October unique? Uh, number one, Hispanic Heritage Month runs from September 15th to October 15th. Why their Heritage Month it runs between two months is strange to me. And I... Mm-hmm. And I I feel like they should just have a whole month to themselves instead of just a calendar month. Sure. October 12th, known as Indigenous Peoples Day in many states and cities across the U.S., gives us a chance to reflect on the indigenous peoples of the U.S. and their individual cultures and history. By the way, Brian, World Taco Day is October 4th. We missed it. Dang it. Missed it again every year. But then you can wait until October 25th to celebrate World Pasta Day. Yes. Okay. Dude. I'm in on that one. Yeah. I hope I remember October 25th is World Pasta Day because that's I'm having spaghetti that night. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm thinking like pasta for all three meals. We could do like the, oh yeah, from Elf, you know, when he does the spaghetti <laughs> pasta, but then he adds like, you know, all the cool sugar stuff. That'll be breakfast. Then you could do like a, you know, pick your poison for lunch and then do do spaghetti or whatever at night. Just be yourself on October 25th. Just be yourself. Brian. If you want to do that. pasta for three meals a day, go for it. This is great. I appreciate all this. And I know next week we're going to be talking about the origin of Oktoberfest too, which is going to be cool. So we're doing the whole yeah. theme again. I love this time of year too, because, you know, we get into some of the, the fun fall and the cool month themes and everything like that. So that's right. exciting. 
Beautiful, man. I like it. Well, thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Because it's October, I wanted to save season three of Lock and Key for October because it kind of just has that feel. It does, yeah. Yeah, so I watched the first episode of it and oh, wow, I loved it. It's so good, good, but you know what I found with with Lock and Key this season is I'm I'm far less engaged with it. Uh, I'm I'm not, not really. sorry, that's not, that's not really the word. I'm less interested in it for some reason, not because it's bad, but because I have so much else to watch right now. Yep. I'm, uh, it's taking second seat to yep. all the other stuff. So, well, so I don't think I mentioned this on the show. I mentioned this to you, Captain, but I decided to push the remainder of Rings of Power out for a while because, right. you know, I loved the first episode and then it's continuously gotten, to me at least, a little less interesting. And so I've just been like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to push it off until, again, less to watch, more focused. I'll start it over and just kind of... In, immerse I don't in it blame and see. you but because yeah. of that it's like okay yeah I'm, I'm really at this point I I gave up on She-Hulk I I was gonna try to finish <laughs> it finally but I just like I just can't do it I'm sorry this is I'm impressed it's, to, it's, it, that you you stuck it out that long that's impressive well yeah but afraid apparently I'm afraid to commit so <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go proof right I there. made six episodes out of that you know and, and believe me I should have stopped after one but I may come back to that show someday. I don't know. But that's why I was like, you know what? I, I've, I've opened up some time for Lock and Key. I'm going to get into that, watch it this month. But yeah, I'm loving it so far. We're going to see. The Rookie is back. That's something that, you know, uh, Miss Light and I watched. So we've got that. We're, I think we have one more. Oh, yeah, we'll be watching episode 10 of Cobra Kai. And then I'll talk yes. about that. That'll be awesome. But yeah, so now it's The Rookie. We watched the first episode. It was great. And then this I'm pushing off for a little while too, but um, the season two of the Mighty Ducks TV show is back. And that season one was really good. I really enjoyed it. If you've ever seen the movies, this is a great continuation of the story if you're a fan of the movies. So excited to watch season two at some point um, a little later on, but yeah, man, there you go. All right, so that's that's what's on our watch list. Not a whole lot to say. Now, next week, we we did mention this last week. We are definitely going to be talking about that documentary, Trainwreck Woodstock 99, which yeah. is on Netflix. So if you want to watch it and uh, I guess it's three episodes and I think they're about an hour long each. So if you want to watch it and join us in the discussion next week, we'll do that. And then also we thought this would be kind of fun. The Andor soundtrack is so good. We mentioned this last week. Unusually good. I thought we should nerd out about that next week. Talk about the composer and just kind of get into that whole soundtrack and why it's so amazing. Maybe share some new music on that. So yes. Yeah. Those are just a couple of ideas that we have for next week. But um, anyway, hope you enjoyed this week. Thanks for joining us as always. We love it. And of course, please again, go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the real Brian. It's easy to get to. Please subscribe. Let's get to hundred subscribers. Please help me out with that. But also don't just subscribe if you're never, ever going to consume videos because that's not helpful either. So only subscribe if you already like the content. But if you've been missing out on the YouTube channel because you just forget about it, then this is the time to do it. Go check it out and give us some feedback. And of course, we'd love to hear from you as always too. And don't forget realbrianshow.com for show notes and everything else. And then uh, I mentioned earlier, and I'll put these in the show notes, all this stuff, realbrianmedia.com. I am the realbrian.com either way. Uh, go check out the new project we're working on. And you know, when the leaves start falling, I just want to... Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. If the Romans could rename some months of the year after emperors, why can't we do that again with, say, the Muppets? I really want to have been born in Fosuary. That's a great idea. Can you can you just see the leaves falling when you were talking there just a minute ago? I could. I, how yeah. did you know? I just knew. That's just what I had in my head. Yeah. Exactly that. Mm. 
I love that. Dude. Yeah. High five. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Have a great rest of the week. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.